Hello, 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 and welcome to episode nine of Expand the Conversation with Jillian podcast. On today's episode, I have my dear friend, Becca Roses. She is an advanced certified epigenetics human performance coach. She created Mind Body Genes to help educate clients on their genetics and offer custom wellness recommendations. She created her own epigenetic certification program where she trains and certifies other coaches to use genetic blueprints and epigenetics coaching in their practices. In today's episode, Becca talks with us about epigenetics, what you can learn from your genetic blueprint from nutrition information, hormones, how you detox, and more. She shares with us some of her healing journey and what it is so important at Mind Body Genes that you are getting thorough support and a lasting tool that can help you connect back to yourself. In this episode, Becca gives us the news that she is running her own epigenetic certification program. The enrollment closes November 27th, but will open again next year. Becca was kind enough to share a code with my listeners. Save $100 on your Mind Body Genes certification with the code Jillian. And I'll put the link in the show notes. All right, let's get to the show. Hello, everyone. Today we have with us Becca Roses of Mind Body Jeans. I am so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. How are you doing today? Good, really good. Yeah, I have my all my beverages in front of me, and I am doing really good. <laughs> Same. Um, I topped out at two today, so I feel like that's actually not I as also, many as usual. Yeah, I also have two, so yeah. that's not as many as usual either. <laughs> It's impressive. Two's the number for the day. Okay. So I always like to start by asking three questions to my guests. The first question is, what is a topic you think needs to be expanded on? Like talked more about or have a new perspective added onto it? Yeah. I think um, as a broad conversation, epigenetics in general, um, which is, you know, what Mind-Body Genes does is a conversation that is not only needing to be expanded upon, but also it's ever-changing. It's it's a field of research that is constantly evolving. So I think that's a really, really good one. Yeah. You know, I know that when you were getting certified, I was lucky enough to be practiced on and the information I got from that was just mind blowing. Some of it like confirmed what I already knew. And some of it was just like, oh, who knew? I had such a blast doing your blueprint. It was so great. So thank you again for letting me practice on you. I feel like that was yesterday, but also so long ago. I know, right? Time is evasive as always. And it was just really cool too to see mine and Orin's and see like where we were the same but where we were also so different yeah I think that's a common misconception right out there that because you know you're related or like people will think oh siblings will have the same genes so even even twins you know I've done twins and reports can be so different because there are so many factors like you know where epigenetics comes into play it's how our body responds to our environment so what happens when you know you're in the womb and what happens before that you know even during pre conception, those factors all influence your genes and then everything that happens after that too. So wherever you're at in your journey, you know, you can't go wrong with however old you are learning about your genes. And it's just really cool to see the differences and the similarities between people that are related. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was really fun personally, especially because like physically you can see how people look the same and you never think about like how their genes outside of their eye color or their hair color are similar or different. Yeah, that's so true. So then my next question is, what is your favorite way to connect with your 
myself daily? Mm, That is a great question. Recently, my favorite way to connect with myself daily is always in the morning. And I will have at least five minutes of quiet time with myself. And it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be a long time. Um, And it's just connecting through meditation, which I know you will love that because I think meditation can look different for everybody. And mine just really looks very simple. It looks like going, you know, inward, closing my eyes, deep breathing, and just where are my thoughts going to take me? Because really that's, that's how I can connect myself is where are my thoughts going to take me? And then really like kind of visualizing what I want to do that day, where I want to go, who I want to speak to, what I want to say, and like allowing everything around me to kind of guide that. And that's how I connect back to myself daily. Mm, I love that. It's almost like you're getting with your higher self at the beginning of the day and you're like, hey, this is what I would like the day to look like and how I would like to show up. Very intention-based. I love that. It makes a huge difference. It does. It really does. If I skip it, I am not as calm. Um, I'm not as collected. I don't feel as, you know, level, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that makes sense. And when I do it, I'm like, oh, this is just so profound in so many areas of my life. Yeah. And even just the doing it for five minutes, right? Because so many people make it so complicated for morning routines. They're like, oh, it has to be, I have to run for 45 minutes and then I have to meditate for 20 and then I've got to do this and this. And it's like, nah, man, sometimes... It's just not possible. Yeah. And a lot of us will skip the whole thing in general if we think like, oh, we don't have time for that because we don't have an hour. We don't have 45 minutes. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can always be simple and it can be with whatever time you have, even a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Lately, sometimes some of my like morning intentional time has just been like cuddling with Lily and I'm like, she's just fluffy and cute and she wants attention. I feel like even with dogs too, it's good to give them that space. Like this is me and Lily time and that's it. Yeah. That's a great way. Yeah. amazing. I love flowing in the morning and just seeing where it takes me. So my last question is, what is your favorite thing right now? It can be something that you're learning. It can be a modality of healing, astrology, a physical thing, book, movie, anything. This is a really good question. I have so many favorite things. I'll let you pick three. If you can't narrow it down to one, we'll do three. me too well. I have to pick multiple things, right? It can't just be one. Okay. Favorite things right now. Podcasts, listening to podcasts is like has been amazing for me. I used to listen to audiobooks all the time, but now I'm like listening to podcasts whenever I clean. It's just been great. I just recently listened to a really great episode by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is awesome. His favorite thing, number one. <laughs> favorite thing, number two, my olive oil coffee is just never going to not be on my favorite thing list. You know about that. We'll probably talk about it more, but th- I'll just leave you with that at first. And then my third favorite thing is just honestly moving my body. I know we have a similar story to where like sometimes it just doesn't feel good to move our bodies. And sometimes it does. But like right now I am loving moving my body and I'm loving listening to what I need to do to move my body instead of like having a plan ahead of time, just listening. What do I want to do today? What do I feel like doing? How do I feel like moving? Is it walking? Is it, you know, stretching in the sauna? Is it some weights? Is it whatever? So those are my yeah, three favorite. Those are very good things. I feel <laughs> like I cheated very good things. like seven things in one. <laughs> you didn't. I mean, Joe Dispenza in the podcast time. And I caught that one and I was like, it's okay. And I mean, who doesn't love a good cup of coffee? I know that's something that we share pretty heavily. It's always yeah. like, what coffee shop can we try that we don't know yet? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And I mean, the moving your body part too, it, it really is just whatever we need. And it goes back to that morning routine where people get so like, oh, well, I'm a runner. This is exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. And then they and won't move away If I can't do that, then it. I can't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People love to like marry themselves to things and then it gets all knotted and it's like, why isn't this working? And it's like, because you have to do something different. 
Yeah, our body loves variety. Um, it, it does. You'll appreciate this. I was talking to a friend about you and your genetics and everything. And one of the things that he was like, what does it tell you? One of the things I brought up was like the sports mm-hmm. panel and like the <laughs> athleticism. And I was like, you know, according to my genes, like I could pretty much be a really good athlete if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just starts laughing and he's like, is that like how you start conversations? And I was like, not yet, <laughs> not now, but it should be, right? Bragging rights. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Circling back to jo- Dr. Joe Dispenza, I wanted to ask you, do you do a lot of the brain rewiring practices that he talks about? I do. I do. That's part of my morning time is I do a lot of that. Basically, I love his approach because it's so simple. Brain rewiring sounds like, oh my gosh, what is that? That's that's crazy. That's hard. We have to have some kind of specific training to do that. And I mean, yes, he has specific training and stuff and all of that. It ties into neuro-linguistic programming, but I do it because you really just connect with yourself and there's a lot of visualization, a lot of meditation, and just a lot of like specific questions that you ask yourself. And I also do it with clients too, depending on specific needs. We do genetic blueprints here, but there's this other aspect of, you know, epigenetics where, you know, what can influence our genes? And a lot of it is neuro-linguistic programming, meditation. It's, you know, individualized coaching where it comes to like, what does that person need? And there have been several clients that I've worked with who've really enjoyed that because really the number one, maybe let's say block in their life is more of a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to brain rewiring and neuro-linguistic programming, it's all about mindset going into it. And then how can we retrain our subconscious mind? You know, how can we stop ourselves from going, you know, unconscious and just doing things because we've been doing them forever and we've just been wired that way. So it's breaking those patterns it's absolutely fascinating. And it's something that I try to incorporate every day in some way, even if it's small. Yeah. And even with the way that I work with clients, a lot of the time is I show them like when to notice, right? Like if someone's feeling super anxious, like, okay, Mm -hmm. stop when you feel that way, notice what it is, reshift to where you want to feel, take some big breaths, get back into your parasympathetic nervous system and really just be Mm -hmm. aware. It's that like level of self-awareness. I think that can make a huge difference in in that brain rewiring process as well. Absolutely. And it's repetition. It's it's repetition. You know, people think like, oh, I can do I can do this maybe a handful of times and then I'm rewired. And then really it's like it's ongoing. It's it's forever. It's a lifelong practice. Um, similar to meditation and similar to yoga, it's it's lifelong. There's gonna be outside stimuli that always interrupts our our subconscious and always like gets us back into that, you know, mode where we were. People say, like, oh, I went backwards or I defaulted or I fell off the wagon or you'll hear things like that all the time. And it's like, yes, that's going to happen to us because we have so many things that trigger, right? Our Mm -hmm. environment itself just triggers. And so we have to hone those tools and sharpen them so that we can get back into that, like you said. Yeah. So I wanted to ask as well, as far as brain rewiring goes, have you ever thought about like really focusing on something that you wanted to change in your genes as like in brain rewiring that and then going back and looking at your panel to see if it's changed? Well, the cool thing about the genetic blueprint in general is that your genes don't change. Mm -hmm. So your genes are going to be static. So like just for example, let's say your APOE status, your COMT gene, you're always going to have the specific variant that you were coded with right from birth. What can change is how they express. And so with brain rewiring, what we're changing is how what the expression 
expression of that gene is. So if somebody is prone to stress because of several different genes, like the CUMT, the BDNF, a lot of different genes, if somebody is prone to stress and they're expressing that in their life because they're like, I am always stressed out. I'm high anxiety. I have a lot of stress. I just can't get out of this. I feel fight or flight all the time. How you can monitor that is by improving those symptoms. And then you don't have to refer back to your blueprint, but knowing your blueprint gives you that map for how you are wired. But the cool thing is, is that you're not married to a certain outcome. You can always upregulate genes. And that's what, you know, the brain rewiring does is it upregulates those genes to express better for us. So that's when people start feeling more calm, less anxiety. They, you know, people around them are like, oh my gosh, you're a different person now. It's like, you're just, you're upregulating your genes. Yeah. I love that term upregulating. It's like the gene itself doesn't have to change. It is just, you're in charge of the way that it's being expressed. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a good like point about the blueprint is that, you know, a lot of people, they're their um, sticking point is like, I don't want to know what's on there, right? Like I'm scared to know. I'm worried of what I'm going to find out. And the good thing is, and what I like to reassure people on is like, you're not going to find out anything that's going to be so scary that you're not going to like want to know it. And what I mean by that is there's no good or bad genes. There's just the way that genes are. There's genetic variants. And, you know, we've gotten the thought of like, there's a bad gene because of some of the things that are set out there, like a genetic mutation, Mm -hmm. you know, but all they are are different variants of themselves. And so we all carry one of the variants. And then when somebody finds out what their genes are, it's not a sentence. It's not a, it's not a, oh, here you are. That's, that's what you're destined to do. You're destined to have this condition. You're destined to be prone to this. Um, we have all the power. And I think getting our blueprint gives us that power back mm-hmm. and allows us to be able to make choices. Like you saw with yours, you're like, I now know what choices I need to make instead of having to like, just try everything out which is the whole reason why I even got into this work in the first place. Yeah. And I mean, something that made a huge difference for me, which we don't have to go into today, but just the collagen factor, right? And how it's such a blanket, like everybody needs it. Everybody has to do it. And I was putting it in my smoothies every morning. And then we talked about the glutamate intolerance and I was like, oh, and I took it off and it was just the smallest change. But I was like, I feel better. I'm not as like lethargic after in the mornings. And it was just the weirdest thing because I was like, ah, who knew? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so amazing. There are so many things out there, especially because we live in a world where we have everything at our fingertips all the time. So we can constantly get information as soon as we open our phone. What's the next best thing we need to try? Is it collagen? Is it this supplement? Is it that? Is it, you know, this particular nutrition plan? And when you truly get to understand how you are wired, you start to be able to drop some of the things that aren't really necessarily for you. And that gives you a lot of brain space back. It gives you a lot of brain space back. It gives you a lot of freedom. Sometimes it even gives you money back in your pocket because let's be honest, collagen is expensive. And I was too spending, you know, $50 every time I bought collagen and putting it in my coffee, just thinking like, this is what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) And then knowing that like, oh no, I'm actually also sensitive to glutamate. And that is a high ingredient, you know, high composition in collagen, you know, that gave me the freedom to not have to do something. And I tell people this all the time. Guess what happened when I stopped taking collagen? Nothing. 
nothing, like <laughs> nothing negative. Like my skin didn't all of a sudden lose its luster. My hair didn't like start not shining anymore. Like people take it for a various number of reasons, but none of those reasons that I was supposed to be taking it like declined because I wasn't taking it anymore. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, I was using it more for like a gut health supplement mm-hmm. anyway, but honestly, if someone wants a solid gut health supplement, they should really be looking at colostrum mm-hmm. in general instead of a collagen because it's just so different and the yeah. way that they're made. Yeah. And like the thing with gut health, it's so interesting too, is like our genes can give us really good clues about how our gut handles things, not just from the glutamate perspective, but from a diversity perspective when it comes to, you know, how we handle and produce B12. There's so many factors in there um, that kind of go into gut health. So everybody is so different. There's histamine, you know, in the panels that, you know, if somebody is, you know, sensitive to histamine and also has a hard time breaking it down in the gut, we'll see that right away through their genes. And if they're taking a probiotic that is not histamine friendly, that, you know, has higher histamines, it's a strain that's not necessarily bad for most people, but for somebody that has that histamine SNP, it could be problematic. And so there's varying number of things that we can take into consideration. And everybody comes to the table with a different need or want when it comes to their genes. Some people like to get their blueprint because they want to know, I just want to learn about myself. Mm -hmm. And some people get their blueprint because they're like, I'm having a lot of symptoms that I would like help with. So there's two, two, really camps when it comes to your blueprints. And I think that that's also important to address because however somebody comes to the table is where we're going to meet them at when it comes to their blueprint. If you want to learn everything there is to know about yourself, we're going to give you all of that information. If you're like, I want to really focus on my gut health because that's what I'm struggling with the most, we're going to really dive into that um, and kind of customize it to that need of the client. Mm -hmm. I love that. And then, I mean, the support system that you give after you give all the information is just incredible as well. Like in having worked with you, obviously, I've known you for a long time, but like (laughs) outside of that, just working with you along the blueprint, like anytime I had a question or I wasn't sure about something, you have been super helpful. And I mean, I still get my vitamins from you because Mm -hmm. I love the fact that we could take what I actually needed, put it into a vitamin and then get rid of the rest because it's so expensive. Like you could literally be paying for all of the things and in reality, you just don't need it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The whole concept of the blueprint and the kind of support that we give at Mind Body Genes was really born out of what did I what did I need? What did I want when I was on my journey? And the fact that now I know what I do know about the genes and how we can support clients, that's where that comes from. And, you know, it's not just because we're friends and know each other well that you got all that support. Like my clients will email me and text me about certain things that they see and they'll be like, hey, is this is this good for my genes? Like I remind me and and there's always going to be that level of support because that's that's what I would have wanted. That's what I would have needed. And then the whole thing about the supplements, it's that was such a, a big thing for me because I had spent so much money and time with supplements. And I would say a good part of a year, I was on so many supplements and we were changing them all the time. And I was like, what am I even taking this for anymore? You know, yeah. I got to the point where kind of with every aspect of my wellness, I was like, what am I even doing this for anymore? That was the question. That was like the big question. And when you get to that point with your wellness, whether you're just trying to optimize or you're trying to heal something, Thing. My case, I was trying to put an autoimmune disease into remission. So I was like trying to heal something, right? And I was just like, the stress of everything was more damaging than the actual like autoimmune condition itself. Mm-hmm. And so I basically was like, no, I'm done. And then 
found the genes, found my genetic blueprint and realized that there was another way. There was another way to where, like you said, I wasn't going to have to like be on 25 different supplements and different bottles with things I didn't actually need or things that my practitioner was guessing that maybe was okay for me. Like, oh, you should try this because of that. Quite literally throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like I always say to see what would stick. And that just feels wrong. And that just feels like we don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. Life is so precious. And like, we don't want to spend time wasted on throwing stuff at the wall to see what will work for us. So long story short, that's how the genetic blueprint was even birthed. That's how Mind Body Genes was birthed because I realized that there is another way. There's another way that gives you what you need and nothing that you don't. Um, And it's not just the supplements. It's the nutrition information. It's how you detox. It's, you know, the way you process micronutrients it's your conversion rates because nobody else is taking that into consideration when you go see a doctor, a practitioner, a naturopath. They're not looking, you know, that's a very broad stroke. I'm not saying no one is doing that, but no one in the whole is going, we need to really look at all of these pieces together. And that's where the genes are so different is because we look at how you sleep. We look at how you're wired for exercise, how you're wired for hormones, and then take that all into a very big picture, which gives us so much root cause information in just one simple report. And one simple cheek swab because you don't have to go through a bunch of like crazy testing to get the information. Yeah. And I mean, the testing process was like so easy. So easy. Mm-hmm. My how old was he then? Like my 11 year old could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Like hands off, right? Anybody can do it. It's from your house. Like it's the easiest thing ever, um, which is so much better than getting, you know, I get like routine blood draws and I'm still bruised from like getting my blood drawn on Monday because it just, it didn't hurt while I was there, but I'm like, now it's totally bruised. Yeah. You're like, they did something wrong. Thank you, (laughs) phlebotomist. Exactly. I wanted to touch on a couple of the things that you brought up. One Mm -hmm. was the way that you process B12, because I know that once Mm -hmm. we did my genetic panel and I'm a B12 secretor, Mm -hmm. I started taking the sublingual B12. And the first time I took it, I remember telling you, I was like, I I think I can fly Becca. Like (laughs) I walked my dogs for like a mile and a half. Then I still felt like I needed to run. It was the most insane experience in my life. Cause I was like, man, no wonder I'm tired all the time. Like mm-hmm. my B12 is so low. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much with B12, you know, there's your, your FUT status. And so that determines whether you're a secretor or a non-secretor that determines a lot about your gut biome that determines a lot about having reduced levels in the blood or not. And so for somebody that's a secretor, you're not going to have as much B12 in your blood. So you're likely not going to feel the effects of just taking a traditional B12 and yeah, your energy is not going to be where it needs to be be unless you're doing it in the right way, in the right form. And it is, it's, it's magic when you can finally connect the dots to those kind of things for yourself. Yeah. Literal magic. The other one was the sleep panel, because I know that that's where it came up where I move in my sleep, which I knew, right? Like I wasn't so unaware, but I didn't know it was affecting my sleep so much. Mm-hmm. And I will say the last four days I've been traveling and I forgot my magnesium glycinate. And so I've been like sleeping horribly and I'm just like, yes. oh my God, I cannot wait to get back home to this. Like, yeah, yeah. made it's such so a huge funny. difference. And something you said in the very beginning about like what you learned was there were so many things that confirmed things you already knew about yourself. And then so many like aha moments. That's one of the things I hear a lot is people are like, oh, this makes so much sense. I knew that about myself, but there's something about seeing it on paper, Mm -hmm. seeing it on a report, seeing it on your blueprint that goes, that's actually confirming what I've always known. And then you kind of start to trust it more and you start to learn to trust yourself more because you're like, 
I knew that all along. Okay, great. Yeah. And I mean, just micronutrients in general with somebody with high sleep movement genes, you know, even high sleep disruption genes, those are so important. And sometimes they're often forgotten because we think like, oh, you know, just take melatonin and you'll sleep better. And it's like, wait a second. There's so many other factors. Yeah. Also PSA, don't take melatonin daily. Your body will stop making it. Like (laughs) don't take it. Yes. Take it sometimes, but not always. Yes, exactly. There's so many other great things out there that are like, you know, precursors and that help our body make more on its own. It's just, there's, there's a world of things. Yeah, no, it's so true. I mean, even just, you know, the natural sunlight and getting that upon wake up and it just, it makes so much sense when I think about it because it's like, we lived outside. Mm-hmm. We lived outside. So it made sense. We slept in the it. dark. Mm-hmm. And then as the sun came up, we're all like, oh, it's in our eyes. And now everybody's in boxes. So we forget. Mm-hmm. But it makes yeah. so much sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go back to the extra olive or extra virgin olive oil coffee. Because I know it's something I do. And for me, even just getting my nutrition panel done and confirming what my perfect macros are, like, again, literally just like confirmed what I already knew. And yeah. Especially with the MS diagnosis, um, the high fats made so much sense to me. And then protein being on the bottom for me, because it's so common for people to be like protein, 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 it's so important. Whereas like when I was vegetarian, I literally felt my best. And I'm even at a point right now where I'm feeling like I need to step back from meat a little bit. And so it's interesting because it's so common for people to say you need more protein. And I'm like, but do I? Yeah, exactly. Everybody's so different. And that's why the one size fits all advice is so hard because there are so many recommendations out there that are good for a lot of people, but not good for so many others. Um, And so the fats, like back to the EVOO, in the nutrition panel itself, you get so many different sections on fats, you know, your overall fat intake that's preferred genetically, how you do with saturated fat genetically, how you do with monounsaturated fat, polyunsaturated fats. And the fact that we can learn so much like streamlined information there gives us so much, again, freedom to just not have to worry about what everyone else is saying. When I decided to switch my coffee preference to olive oil, it changed the game for me because I was putting coconut oil in my coffee for years. And you know that's what you do. You put MCT oil in your coffee. It's so great for your brain. It's so great for all this. I literally genetically need to stay away from that type of oil. And not saying it's about oil for everybody, but just me. And that's why it's so specific. You know, olive oil is my gene best friend. And for a lot of people, it's like that because MUFAs are so, you know, they're they're so beneficial in so many ways, but they can alter so many genes and the expression of them. And so when we look at your monounsaturated fatty acid panel, people are always blown away and they're like, oh, you know, most of us grew up in an era of low fat, like low fat, everything, don't eat fat. It's the worst. It's like the propaganda out there. So even now in 2023, knowing what we we know about fats, we still in the back of our minds have this like about fat, even if it's that subconscious that we were talking about earlier, subconsciously, we remember being, you know, 10, 11, 12, and then teenagers at the dinner table, like with low fat, everything. Mm -hmm. We remember just the craze that was around us. And so that rewiring we almost have to do. And I think that what's great about 
about the blueprint is it can help you with the rewiring because you can see it in front of you that your body needs this type of fat, or maybe your body is somebody that actually really loves saturated fat, really loves the the butter, the ghee, the coconut oils, all of that. It just depends on your genetics. So for you and me, we're going to be cheersing with olive oil coffee. Yep. Through and through. And it's interesting when you talked about MCT oil, I remember I had tried that a couple of times. I don't remember what it said in my gene panel, but I like, it just made me feel bad. I was like, this is not it. Whereas extra virgin olive oil coffee, it just feels fulfilling for me. And honestly, I've been loving putting the egg yolk in there as well. Low B12, right? Like my own little like multivitamin in my coffee. And it's just great. And I mean, even the coffee genes that you get from it, right? Like I always knew that coffee made me jittery, but I didn't know that I processed it quickly. So that was cool. Like, okay, well, if I ever feel like it's too much, I know that there's an end near, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's so insightful. It connects the dots for us with things we've known about ourselves, things that we're discovering about ourselves. And I just, I mean, I couldn't love it more. I think that it's it's probably one of the most beneficial tests that people can do in their lives. And, you know, I say that from a place of like, I've gone through the gamut with tests. Like, I know you too. Like, I've done test after test after test. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of those tests have to be repeated multiple times a year because things are always in flux and changing. And I think that's what the biggest difference is between the genetic blueprint and let's say a food sensitivity or a Dutch panel, which can all have their time and place and really, you know, need to be used at certain points. But with the blueprint, it doesn't change. And so like you're doing it at 11 and you don't have to do it again. Mm -hmm. You're doing it at 35. You don't have to do it again. Whatever age you're at and you're doing it, you don't have to retest it in six months because your hormone levels change. Like it's quite literally the blueprint that you can always return to. Yeah. And I love that because like in my journey, I felt like sometimes where I'm testing and testing and looking and looking for the next answer, it's, it can be so disempowering, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's like, you're constantly looking for the answer outside of yourself when in all reality, like for me, a big difference in my healing was like the way that I looked at myself and no one could have a test for that. No one Mm -hmm. could have told me like, Hey, you don't love yourself. That's going to help. And it's, it's interesting the way that it's set up in our society where it's like, okay, go test for this, go test for this. We'll look for all these answers. When in reality, sometimes it's just like, okay, do this one thing, go off of this blueprint and then yeah, enjoy your life. I think we all can relate to that in at some point in our lives, like looking for what's wrong, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of tests out there and a lot of modalities of healing and a lot of, you know, really well-meaning providers, you know, I, I went through that myself. I just felt like even my, my doctor that felt really aligned at first, we eventually got to a point where I was like, all we're doing is looking for something else wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't align with that anymore because nothing is wrong with me. And when, you know, you said something that really just resonated using your blueprint to come back to yourself, using your blueprint to go back and to find yourself again and to really connect back to yourself is really what the key is instead of searching and searching for answers and things that are wrong, which is just the approach that's not going to be supportive and feel good over time. Eventually, you're going to get sick of that and you're going to be exactly where you and I ended up, which was like, no, I'm done with this. I'm not going to keep finding things that are wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, even in the genetic blueprint, right? Like Oren's 
gene that doesn't transfer sun rays very well into vitamin mm-hmm. D, you know? So it's like seeing that and it helps because there's so many things that can happen because of vitamin D deficiencies that now that I know, I'm like, okay, you're just always going to be on a vitamin D supplement because your body doesn't do that well. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean that there's anything bad about him or anything yeah. like that. It's just something that happens. Whereas before when he wasn't feeling well, I'd be like, maybe go sit outside for a little bit. And this poor kid <laughs> is like melting to death. And he's like, can I come back in? And I'm like, just five more minutes. He's like, now he's like, mom, remember, I'm not converting D very well. I'm yeah. Slide into D very well. <laughs> this isn't helping. <laughs> But something else about his nutrition panel that I thought was extremely interesting was the gene codes for his like converting plant sterol into Ooh. cholesterol, right? Yeah. And as an 11 year old, right? Like that give him the permission to be like, oh, sorry, I can't have too many vegetables. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. There are there are things about the genetic blueprint that like give you either like bragging rights to your spouse or your mom or your dad or whoever you're like, I guess what? Like, I don't actually need this. My son likes to say that too, because he has the cookie jar gene. And so he craves sweets and sweets actually like allow him, like they literally code him for like when he eats sweets, he like needs more automatically. And that's another kind of rare one that we don't see very often along with the plant sterols. It's like when the kids see that they're like, oh yeah, now I have permission because I know this about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mom. I had one cookie. Now I'm going to have 20 more. That's just how it works. And on the the flip side of that for you as a mom, I can imagine how good that felt to learn that about him. So you're like, okay, you know, plant sterols too like where they're highly, highly concentrated are in vegetable oils. And we know your stance on that. And like vegetable oils, like that's one thing I can truly say, like they're not going to be great for anybody. Right. And so you're like, this is awesome because that kind of as a mother, you're like, this is why we don't prioritize processed foods with lots of veggie oils in it. We don't, this is why as a mom, like I care about you eating that because it's not only beneficial for your overall health, but the plant sterile factor when it comes Mm -hmm. to genetics. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when it comes down to it, like if I make a protein and a vegetable for dinner and a carb, then it's like, I don't give him a huge serving of vegetables, right? He's (laughs) almost 14 now, but I still am not as worried about it. Like, am I worried about him eating fruit? And I'm worried about him still getting his fiber and his nutrients? Absolutely. But I'm not trying to force my maybe vegetarian sometimes agenda. (laughs) Because it feels better for me, but not for him. Yeah. And that's what I think is really cool when I see families who do the blueprints together, whether that's spouses, you know, parents and their children, quite often they're not on the same exact blueprint. And so it's interesting when you can start like diversifying things. And it it sounds like it would be confusing to have to keep up with all that information. But I think it's really cool in order to like see like how like your body loves vegetables. His body is more of like, a meat and carb kind of guy. Like that's just really empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he loves meat and carbs. Let's yeah. just be real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what like 11, 12 year old boy does not. <laughs> right. Exactly. My, my son is like steak and potatoes. If we can have that every night. Thank you, mom. I'm like, um, no. <laughs> but <laughs> You're I- like, that's just, that's just too much. No, sir. I love that though. But I mean, I love just knowing you and knowing my genetic blueprint because even the other day I sent you a picture of my dinner and I was like this is like my gene happy place the salmon the avocado the vegetables I was like yeah chef's kiss is what that was you know I I love that like ultimately gene friendly you know and knowing that like our bodies will always love to return to that and then like not getting so hung up on like that has to be every single meal we have you know yeah so 
I wanted to congratulate you on the recent certification that you got. Thank you. Gene coaching program that you train under. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how that expands my embodied gene? Yeah. yeah. I recently became advanced certified. And in the in the field of epigenetics, there's, you know, regular certified and then there's advanced certified. And so um with the program I went through, um, I spent the past year of being in business really just studying further and like getting more knowledge on everything. Like I said earlier, epigenetics is always evolving, always changing. Studies are always coming out to, you know, influence specific information that we have about the genes and how they correlate with each other and all of the things. So long story, but went through the certification process, got certified, and now I'm able to train coaches of my own that want to incorporate genetic blueprints into their businesses. So whatever that looks like for them, whether they're already a um, health coach, a wellness provider, a, um, you know, a doctor, a naturopath, a dietitian, a nutritionist, like whatever you're doing, or maybe somebody that's not even in the health field yet that wants to get into it. Um, I'm working on my own certification program to where they're going to be able to get certified under mind body genes and offer our genetic blueprints, which are clinical grade and offer that modality to their clients, how they see fit, which is a really cool thing that I'm so proud of and so excited for, because I just think it's going to help so many people um, and help to just make this more available to the masses. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Like honestly, seeing the progress of how this happened Mm -hmm. and like where it started and you were just like, nope, I'm doing it. Yeah. And then where you've gone, has it even been two years yet? Almost. Yeah. Almost, right. Yep. I, it would have been like this, this fall will be two years of when I made that decision to get into this. And so it's, yeah, like warp speed. Right. And you've been here with me since the very beginning. So you have seen it all. You've seen it all. And it's just kind of amazing to look at with that lens. Yeah. And I'm so excited for you to like have this coaching certification program for people. And I know it's going to be so good. And I mean, you're just such a special human to work with too. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I'm, I can't wait. I love coaching and training people. So I think this is just going to be another great way to like be able to coach and train people and, you know, spread the word and get, get it out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, with your coaching certification, so would they essentially be working under mind, body genes or would they still have their own thing? And then, yeah, that's a great question. They would still have their own thing if that's what they choose. And they would have access to the mind, body genes, um, you know, portal, um, blueprints, test kits, all of the things to offer their clients. So, you know, for, for somebody like yourself, you know, you have your own business, you've got, you know, your own company. And so if you're like, Hey, I want to offer genetic blueprints to your people, you'd go through the certification and then have access to all of it Mm. as well as tools. You know, part of the program is going to be business tools for people, because I understand that like a lot that was missing for me in the beginning was like, I had to create all that from scratch. So I had to create all the tools from scratch. If I, you know, learn something about somebody's genes, I had to create the resource for them that, you know, what do you do if you have the GAD gene? that make you sensitive to glutamate. So my coaches that train under the certification program will all have access to that, that they can brand for their own businesses. Yeah. Which is huge. You know, I know how much time you spent on getting all of that stuff together and that's just such a gift. So if anyone's listening and is thinking about this coaching certification, it's way more than just that. Yeah, You get so much as well. And so it's just such a special thing that you're offering. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah. And I know you're still like pretty early in the stages mm-hmm. as far as like what yeah, that's 
building it out, building it out. Um, but if anybody's listening to this and they're interested in it, whatever, you know, date and time they're listening to it in, they can just contact me and and um see where we're at in the process because mm-hmm. we're gonna be we're gonna be taking students really soon. So exciting. So exciting. So if there's anything that you've learned through working with people about their genes, what's let's say what are the top three things that you recommend as far as, you know, learning your gene blueprint, how to work with it and just living your best life. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think the top three takeaways that people that I want people to have from their blueprints is that this is the blueprint that you can always return to. It is the roadmap to feeling like the best you ever. Maybe you feel like the best you and you just want to learn about what you actually need. The second thing is you don't have to be perfect and you never are expected to be. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as perfection. And so if you're the type of person like me who likes to be really good at everything that they do and you think getting your blueprint is going to make you turn into a very type A perfectionist person again because you're going to want to do everything right, just know that like you're not expected to do everything right because there is no right or wrong way. It's all just information. And when you can always return back to your blueprint, that's where the real power is because you do not have to be like, you do not have to live life in accordance to your blueprint to a T. The cool thing about it, which is the third thing that I love, is that by implementing things from your blueprint, you can quite literally improve areas of your life for the long run. Meaning that if you are somebody like myself who is super sensitive to glutamate and you learn that you are super sensitive to glutamate genetically and you cut out grains and you cut out glutamate containing items for a little while, you are giving yourself more freedom in the long run. Because I can tell you from personal experience and client experience that I enjoy glutamate. Like I enjoy things that would trigger me before because I've spent the time healing myself with my genes. And so it really does provide you not only the roadmap, but also the path to healing whatever area of your life you are looking to heal. Mm, I love that. And I mean, the perfectionism part of it, right? That's so common in these days. Mm -hmm. People are like, it's right, it's wrong, it's right, it's wrong. And everything's really neutral, you know, and this right and wrong has become this placement of a way to control people in some way, shape or form. And so I love that you touched on that because it's not, there's so many things with people that have been through like healing processes and they get so hyper diligent on doing the right thing that, like you said at the beginning, it's more damaging than the actual thing itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, and it's wild to see that happen. And so I love that you brought that up because it's huge. Yeah, you cannot ruin anything by making a choice that isn't aligned to whatever you are referring to, whether that's your blueprint or something you found out from another test. It's kind of like, imagine it, you know, similar to like a personality test, like a human design or, you know, even, you know, equate it to like astrology or the Enneagram or something like that. Like, yes, you want to live in full alignment with yourself and like your type and who you are at your true core, but you're not going to ruin something by acting a certain way, doing a different thing. You're not going to ruin anything. So that's something that I like to really know because I do work with a lot of like high performing, high achieving women. And I know your type because I am you. And I know that we can get in that mode of like, oh, I have to do everything right. Or like I've I've done something wrong or I've all of a sudden wrecked it. And when we have that all or nothing mindset, getting your genetic blueprint, you know, you don't want to go into it with an all or nothing mindset. You want to go into it from a very much like learning about yourself, doing what you can and being 
able to return to it always. Like sometimes you may put it down and you may just go live your best life up and, you know, not really worry about the omegas and the glutamate and the histamine and all that stuff. And that is okay because you have this for life. You have your blueprint for life and it's not going anywhere and you're not going to mess anything up. Yeah. And even to that, I love that when you do the blueprints, you record the session and they have that, right? Yeah. And so that way people can always go back and look at it and be like, okay, this is what this was. I actually have been planning on rewatching mine because it's been a couple years and yeah. I'm like, just as a refresher. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah. Just to kind of like retouch on it because there's some things that after we found out, I like hyper focused on those, which is great. But now I'm like, okay, let's see what the other things are that I can yeah. work with. Yeah. Everyone is so different. Everyone's like stress levels, everyone's, you know, social engagements, everybody's, you know, workload, things like that are all so different. And so that's why I record the sessions. I give you um, like a typed out wellness report. So you never have to go searching for the information. It's all there. And I think that that's, that's really beautiful to like talk about how you can come back to it anytime. I'm always referring back to my genetic blueprint and I've known it for years now. And I'm always referring back because there's always something else you can learn too. Um, because there's so many genes, you know, <laughs> we, we cover so many genes. And so when you're looking back, you can't be expected to memorize that. That's why I give you all those resources. Yeah. And it's super helpful. And I mean, even just it's not like you just give them the gene information, right? I believe I was one of the ones with the histamine sensitivity. And so there's things that if I'm going to have it, it's like take a histamine blocker. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Got it. Tools, tools for success, tools to live your life and not have to avoid and restrict. You know, everybody wants to know like what tools are actually going to work for them and what tools can they avoid, you know, similar conversation to a collagen. Like that's not a tool for you. The histamine blocker is something you can have on hand. There's other things that you can have on hand and other things you don't need to worry about wasting your money on. Yeah. And, you know, one last thing I wanted to touch on was I like how sometimes your coaching sessions end up turning into not epigenetic coaching sessions. You know, I know that we're very connected. We're very intuitive. And so it's cool to see like when you tell me these stories of like I had a client show up and it was just not time to do their genes. So yeah. what does that look like? Is there a way for yeah. people to work with you in that level? Yeah, absolutely. So in within Mind Body Genes, like this particular client um, had done her blueprint and came back for a follow-up session where we were going to talk about her genes and we were going to really dive into like the nutrition piece of it. And when they showed up, I I immediately realized that that was not what they needed at the time. And it was more of a like, we're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about um, inner child stuff because there was a lot of those perfectionist things coming up. A lot of those like, well, I'm not doing it perfect. So I'm not doing it right. And those kind of feelings. And so that whole coaching session was spent on working on some of those feelings. And I can tell you that that's why like, it's hard to list programs out online outside of the genetic blueprint, because everything is so tailored to you and what you need. And sometimes it takes me meeting you and doing your blueprint to go, I know exactly what this person needs. And so when you do your blueprint, people are always going to have access to further coaching sessions to working with me one-on-one or in group situations, or maybe it's somebody that would benefit from taking my course, which is a very like much epigenetic, but also energetic type course. It all depends on the person, where they're coming to the table from and what they're coming to the table with. Yeah. I love that. I love that you offer that as well, because just being your friend in that capacity, I know like the space that you can really hold for people and how understanding you are. So I think that's really special. Thank you for bringing that up. That That's sweet. Yeah, absolutely. So where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at Mind Body Jeans. 
everywhere. I mainly hang out on Instagram. You can find me at mindbodyjeans.com as well. And um, email me, Becca at mindbodyjeans is my email. You can have a direct line to me. I'm very responsive because personal connection is one of my favorite things in the entire world. So you're always going to get me on the other end of the line and not somebody random. So yeah, that's where you can find me. And I'd love to connect. Perfect. I will put that in the show notes. And she is so right. She is the one that always responds. And she really is such a special human. So if you feel called to reach out to her. I'm sure there's a reason for it. And I definitely encourage it. Oh, thank you, Jillian. Yeah. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on and being here with us today. This has been a great conversation. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for listening to Expand the Conversation podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on your favorite platform. Your feedback means the world to me. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions for future episodes, reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. So let me know you are listening and stay updated on all things Expand the Conversation. Be sure to follow and tag me on Instagram at expandtheconversation.podcast. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please share it. See you next time. Thank you.